I don't know what the hell cigar this is that he gave us, but this is very, very good. Love the size. Mm. It reminds me almost of the Viaje, the shotgun shell that he does. It's not as fat as that. There you go. This is a beautiful little yeah. broadly. Ju- just uh, thank you for joining us, the Longish Podcast. Um, John Huber sent us these little. He always sends me mystery broadleaves, and, and these are like these nice little uh, chubby robustos. And this is very, very good. Oh, I think I might know what it is. Oh, I don't want to say though. So I think I know what this is. Did you see moving production? Of I did not see that. Yeah. No. So it's an article that um kind of on the back of this whole luciano whatever that just just moving production and i think already has so i think this might be maybe it might be i don't know i just know that that was a big thing are they all the same size or no they're different they're different different sizes but watch, he's gonna watch this. But that's not that's it. That's not it at all. You were wrong. Yeah, you're so wrong. It's the new Nick Labretti blend. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know why. Um, I think that they simply moved production on that one just because. Uh, I mean, listen, Naxa. This is so good. Naxa is you know they got a bad rap for a number of not a bad rap, but I guess they just weren't given the best opportunity. They were for the longest time and maybe still are one of the largest producers of cigars in Nicaragua, but their name was synonymous for many, many years with like a lot of bundle stuff, a lot of unbanned. They do a lot of our bundle things. Um, and I think that was kind of the stigma. Uh, they got a new blender in there. Um, who is the brother of the one of the blenders for Roma craft. I can't remember their name, their name, but he's very, very good. But then Steve really helped put them back on the map when he started Dunbarton because he had a history of working with them when he worked for JR. And so he went to them for some of his blends, like all, all of his Maduro blends, the Umbagog, the Micarita, the Tricky Traca, the new Saka Khan, all of his Broadleaf stuff comes out of naxa and so it kind of put them on the map as like i oh, know like we could we can do and they're they're also very they do our bone shaker so they're very well known especially now for their broadly um and they can manage a large production because they're a, they're a big facility they've been one of the biggest ones in nicaragua for a while so i think it was just a business move but he said that um the juarez uh the siri e and the mil dios are all staying at i think it's called like the huerte now okay um, something like that, but that's the formerly Tobacco Area Pichardo. Um, no new updates on that whole thing. Um, yeah, but, it's been kind of radio silence for yeah. a while. Um, but this, it, it, he's he's still using that factory, so like that's good. I'm, I'm happy for that. Yeah. But yeah, I think this is. I mean, if this is it. This is this is spectacular. Now, does he send them to you just to like enjoy or like to yeah? Like, uh, well, not depends. review, but like just to kind of get your kind of get you. Yeah, but I don't think. Because I'm always honest with him, I don't think if he sent me something and I was said, I said like, "Hey, this is not good." That that would like really determine. Like these mm-hmm. are probably already set in stone. It's just more of a here's you're a, a little, filmmaker. When you, when you the movie is filmed and edited, you'll bring somebody in to like, "Hey, what yeah. do you think?" And even if they don't like it, it's like, "Well, I'm, I the movie's already done, so like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. sorry, you got to watch my shitty movie. Uh, in your case, a very good movie. Um, Thank you. But yeah, so that's I think that's what this is, and I hope I'm right. But this is excellent. Like, look at that ash. Yeah. There's not a pocket in there. This is well bound. Nice oily broadleaf wrapper. That's shiny. And that's that's good. No, it's, yeah, it's no cracks in it. 
it was well, like, I guess before he shipped it to us, it was well, I guess, humidified, yeah. you want to say? Yeah. It pairs very nicely with my Keurig coffee with a ton of hazelnut creamer. <laughs> Davide would be so upset if you heard me drinking that. I mean, yeah, Duncan, I'm over here mm. drinking Duncan. Yeah. Um, what else is going on? Oh, last night I attended an event <laughs> at the uh, Carnegie Club in the city with Rafael Nadal about the uh, new JR Pure Origin Gran Volcano. So make sure you guys check out that cigar. It's absolutely phenomenal. Uh, it's just a little little plug. I guess it's going to be too late. <laughs> but uh, it's a really cool to do. They're, like a jazz, they're doing like a jazz night. So I'm nice. really excited. I got to put my suit on. Ooh. Hopefully it's not fancy. I am, by the way, this is... Everyone take note from this episode. So this is coming out on, what, the 15th? Or this 14th? 14th. 14th of October 2022 is the start date. You're going to start seeing this go down. I'm starting to have back pain. My T-shirts aren't fitting. I'm starting to gain the weight back, and I am depressed and terrified. So this is the day right here you're going to see. It's all going to be uphill from here. Watch me just be super fat on the Christmas episode. Just like a big <laughs> jolly, just jelly everywhere. No, but this is it. Yeah, just like I'm starting this week. I already did my meal prep. I'm gonna start working out again. Deb is like Deb's like, I want to start like getting jacked again. I'm like, you were jacked, and then she showed she was uh, like a high school like all-star tennis player. Oh shit. And she's still in like great shape, but she's it's all like just iron shape now from like doing the iron. Mm -hmm. But she's like, I used to squat and like go for runs and everything. So she's gonna start doing that too. Tennis, uh and I, and I told her, I'm like, listen, you're already way out of my league. You can't get hotter. I'm like, then don't I'm screwed. Do, don't do that to me, yeah, please. I'm like, you, you please don't. If you get, you're already way outside of what I'm able to get. If you do any more, people are going to start looking at us funny. Please don't leave me. Do you ever see that? You ever see like the couple like on Instagram where it's like maybe some, a girl like you knew from high school or yeah. something and she's very, very attractive. And then you see her like, and you see like throughout your life, you see yes, her, like the different yeah. guy, the jock guy, this guy. And then you see her like on her wedding day and she's, you're like, that's who she married? I'm that guy. Yeah, I've been that guy too. I'm that oh, dude. Yeah. When I was living in Florida, I was that guy. I, it was, I, was, <laughs> I was always that guy that was just, oh, you're, you're with him? Yeah. I was the, oh, you're with him guy. Listen, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> because it must be embarrassing for Deb. Or it must be, you know, on the, on the, I wouldn't want to be <laughs> you the guy when, when, someone, when someone's like, oh, you're with her? Like, that's not the, the goal is always to, to, you know, date up. Yeah. I've I, never met she I guess I don't know why she likes me. Have God, you met God any of have you ever run into any of her exes? No. 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 Yeah, I've never done that with Jess. I feel like that'd be super awkward. You gotta fight him? No, not fight. It's just it's just super awkward. I, I would just assume, you know, like uh You should fight them. I, I should fight them. Yeah. I can't fight for shit. Let's go bite we'll both fight him. We'll I go fight. Yeah. But no, I we'll get Derek. Derek can fight him. Yeah, yeah. Derek we'll will definitely present Derek to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is our buddy. Nice. <laughs> this is our older brother. You yeah. go get him. <laughs> yeah. so, you know, then Derek and them are like having tea. Like, what's going on, man? How you doing? Why are we doing like, all this yeah, violence, man? I can't hang with you guys anymore. We're, we're friends. Yeah, now he's, now he's best friends with Brad. Yeah. Uh, what were we talking? But that's about? no, that's uh, about um, you. You're you're marking that this day. This is the day. You're going to be losing weight, and yep. I have faith in you because you've done it once before. I personally haven't seen you gain This is going to be much harder. Weight. This is going to be much harder. To, because, because I just had to change some habits to lose. Like, and I know this sounds cliche. When you're really, really big, it's easy to lose like the first, even if it's like 50 pounds, because it's like, oh, if I just like stop drinking soda or yeah. I just like don't have cookie, like it's those simple things. Then when you plateau, 
to get to the next level is like you have to make major life yeah. changes. So I have yeah. to make, I have to exercise a lot. I really have to watch what I eat. I have to eat in a certain time frame to get to where I want to. And I'm, I only want to lose like another 30 pounds, but to get there is going to be immensely harder than, because dude, the initial one, I don't even know if you remember, I lost like a majority of that weight in like four months and not yeah. even, I didn't even, I really didn't work out. I started running later that year. It was, co it was during COVID, right? It was that summer. It was like July to, yeah. you know, July, to, like by that November, I had lost most of the weight I was yeah. going to lose. Yeah, you were down and it was. And it was just from like simple, like I didn't eat late at night. I didn't really, yeah. I didn't have a lot of bread. Well, let me ask like, you something and it's, it, I noticed it too. Do you think that you've you have gained weight since you've been in a relationship. Cause I think everyone does. I, I know I did. I think so. It's but a complacent thing or it's just like you're com like you're going out and, and see, eating or you're going out and doing stuff. Like that's how it was for, for myself. I not, think it's a, a complacence thing yeah. because Deb doesn't, she's not like a foodie. It works for me, but also doesn't. Cause mm -hmm. like cooking was like my way to get gals. <laughs> um, so she's not a foodie. She really doesn't eat that much. Like last night she came over, I made homemade tomato soup. Liz, sweet Liz, I went over to go borrow her immersion blender and she bought me one. She bought me my Aww. own immersion blender. So what I made like handmade, like in the Instapot, like tomato soup oh, nice. from scratch. Nice. Like, with the diced tomatoes and carrots and the whole thing. Uh, I made a roux. I had to make a roux Ooh. in a pot to like add to thicken up the soup. I did that and then I made grilled cheese and I gave her like a, a bowl that like is like a half of a bowl I would have. Then mm -hmm. I made her half of a grilled cheese. She finished it. She did not. Okay. All like right. not even close to finishing it. Gotcha. Um, so it's not like, oh, yeah, we're constantly going out and like eating a lot. It's, I think it is more of a complacent, but that's not fair to her and it's not fair to me yeah to be like oh i have someone awesome now i'm just gonna like give up on no, like no, looking no. Good. I, I don't even say it's a give up thing i think it's more so like i don't know just for me it was just like where we're always going out to eat or like oh i want to go i want to go to these places with you and it's not necessarily even like dinners or something it's like snacking coffee sweets like stuff like yeah. that like we were just kind of doing that and i think i never stopped you know, I've been with her just six years, you know, married one. I never, I don't think either of us have ever stopped, you know, giving a shit. Cause I think that everyone puts in your mind, like you should never do that. Cause like bad yeah. things will happen, but I don't know. There was a reason, there was a time where I was like, Oh, I'm in a relationship and I gained a little weight. Like what is it? Is it because I'm what, you know, what's the reasoning and all that. But then we've been trying to eat a lot, a lot better, you know, at home and stuff. But, um, but man, yeah, I think I, I, you think it's going to be a challenge. I think, Cause you already did it and you already have like this place and set and you become a, you're the type of person like when you're obsessed with something, like you just conquer it. I think you'll be able to do it. I'm going to get it. You yeah. what, What's your goal? Dude, do it with me. Let's what's, go. What's your goal to go down? Dude, if I can hover around like 220, I would be in my glory right now. My lightest the past year was like 245. I've probably gotten to like 255. Now okay. I probably put on a 10 pounds. And listen, I, I, if I put on a double XL, it's still big on me. My problem is, is that my XLs that fit beautifully for the past year yeah, and a half, a they're starting now. to get snug. And oddly enough, not even in the stomach, like in my chest. Okay. So it's like a weird up here kind of thing. And I don't, I don't like I go this. through the cycle of. You really in, like get a shirt and you know that like, this is not going to fit me after one. Yeah. After uh, like, so those foundation t-shirts, the yeah. black one. Did it I, shrink? <laughs> oh, so I got, he sent me XLs of that last year. Okay. That black one is like a tank top on me. Now. That okay. thing shrank to nothing. And that's an extra. Yeah. Large. I'm kind of afraid that will happen. But like in the summer, I feel like, okay, 
I've, I'm out more. I may have lost a little bit of weight. Like I'm doing more activities. The winter comes. I'm not doing as much. And then when springtime rolls around, I try to put on like some, you know, like, like I guess my spring clothes or summer clothes again. I'm like, God damn it. It's a vicious cycle. Yeah. So I have to figure out like in the winter time, like I signed up to go to LA, you know, LA fitness and my buddies are like, you know, treadmill and swimming is low impact because I have yeah. like really bad joints and stuff. So I'm like hoping uh, well, in the I, I'm hoping in the winter now I get to swimming. Like, yeah, I don't agree. Treadmill is is not not tre- great. like a like a stationary bike. Stationary Wait, bike, not a treadmill. Stairmaster is great. Yeah, yeah, Stairmaster. That too, yeah. St- that's what I'm gonna do. I'll, I'll do my. I'm, I'm gonna try to start doing three to four days a week, two a days. So I'll go in the morning and then I'll night. go probably to the gym in the morning because that's the to go to the gym at night when it's not crowded. You have to wait till like eight o'clock, yeah. and I don't want to do We've that. We talked about that. Yeah. Just, so I'll Justin probably, goes at like yeah. four a.m. I'll do the gym at like five thirty in the okay. morning to do any kind of that workout, and then I'll run on the streets. Like I'm, <laughs> the streets. I'll, I'll run uh, the streets. I'll run on the streets at night. Um. But it's also like I'm. I my thing that I think I gained weight is I say yeah, yes to a lot of things that for the past year and a half I said no to. So I went to I met Deb's whole family at the big college football day, and her mom made like this homemade meatballs, like Ooh. the family recipe, and then she made spaghetti. A, a year and a half ago, whether or not you know, like, like not even to not you know I didn't, to be rude, I would just be like, I'll just take like two meatballs, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm like, hey, you put a little spaghetti on there, a piece <laughs> of garlic bread, you know. But it's that yeah. kind of small stuff that no, can, that adds that up. leads you back down the path of yeah. uh, tight pants, and I don't want to be down that path. It adds up, yeah. It does, it does. So again, and how was your football Saturday? Do you like college football? I know Derek doesn't. I do, like which it. is hard to follow. And like, listen, I don't know players. Like, I, I don't I'm know not, players. The only player I know is the quarterback for alabama bryce, bryce young, young yeah you brought yeah. brought him up a few times um we don't have a team is the problem like we yeah. I, I don't count rutgers but no. we don't have like there's nothing in this region that's like a gung-ho like we this can be like our, gainesville the, florida the only thing in gainesville is the university of florida so like they are dedicated to that entire university's like sports program yeah <laughs> the sports program yeah basketball football swimming they're dedicated to it here, I think it's more so. It's just you have the Yankees that dominant. You know that that's yeah. that's this region or area's team is the Yankees. Always will be. We won't just, be the Mets. Yeah. Won't be the Giants. Or just, it's the Yankees. So everything everyone now is going to pay attention to. Like how are the Yankees are going to do in the postseason? Right. College football, like in the South. Like I lived forty five minutes outside of Gainesville, or an hour forty five outside of Gainesville in Jacksonville, and people in Jacksonville were still like. Big Gators fans, you know, like yeah. that's all that's if, really yeah, if down you look there. at the college football, like the fan bases, like it isn't like like you and UCLA usually has like a pretty good team. They're like a, a they're known like five team. and zero, and they have like no fans. They have no. I think that cities that have professional sports teams, yeah. Oh, yeah. maybe with the exception of Texas, uh, but like, see, because like, uni- like University you- of Texas, big following. Oh, you can't even get into a University of Texas no. game. They're packed. But Austin, it's in Austin. Austin doesn't have a professional sports team. You have the That's, Houston Astros. Yeah. Everything else is in Dallas. I don't think anything's based in Austin. Houston. No. You have you have the San Antonio Spurs, but you have Dallas and Houston are the major cities, and Austin is more so yeah. uh, arts town, you know, an yeah. arts where city. Is, like, where's Texas A&M? I don't even know where that where That's a good is. station. Uh, College Station, Texas, but I don't yeah. even know where that is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. And you look at, like, Ohio, Baylor, Ohio Baylor, State. Yeah, yeah. What's coming out of Ohio? No, nothing. The, the Indians? Yeah. No one, the, <laughs> yeah. The, I'm sorry, the Guardians? The Guardians, yeah. <laughs> no one's following them. Uh, what's coming out of, the Cavs, what's coming out really. of Michigan? Yeah, you know? I, I mean, all the, all all Detroit sports teams are really bad lately. 
Like you had the Red Wings for a minute, yeah. but not even that. So yeah, you have in Michigan's either Michigan or Michigan State. Yeah. There's nothing. California, New York. I guess Boston <laughs> is the exception, but that's because Boston is such a college town. You have Boston College, Boston University, yeah, and, and they'll like have Boston like Boston teams are more so. Uh, they're also hockey, local, yeah. Like hockey, but also Boston has such like a, a local vibe to a it. A local vibe that like New York. Uh, New York and LA, especially New York, like just does not have. There is like this thing of like, oh yeah, we're a New Yorker, but like everyone yeah. came from somewhere else. Very few people who live in New York, like in the city now, grew up in New York City. Yeah. First of all, like it's almost impossible to like the 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 amount of money you would need to to like live in New York City now. Like, oh yeah, there's some people like you know like like Andrew Schwartz, whose like family has like a little bit of money, and now he's wealthy, so he yeah. can like stay. But usually New York City is not like, oh, yeah, I grew up like 10 blocks from here and all my friends are like, they're, no, they're either gone like or like, you know, they don't want that to long. A lot of like, you know, I follow Barstool a lot and a lot of them are not even from like they're not local New Yorkers. You know, they're coming from everywhere. Mainly like obviously the main people are coming from Massachusetts, but yeah. like. Or Chicago, like Big Cat. Or Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, yeah. He's hilarious. Yeah. Um, First of all, how dare you when he was talking yeah. to Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> yeah. Dude, he's so funny. Yeah. But um. But even like going back to like even the last Sunday when the Giants were in London, like it was technically a Packers home game. And I think everyone was there to see like Aaron Rodgers because he's like well known. But like when the Giants like scored, like the, the stadium was like pretty loud, you know, like you had your fair share of Giants fans. And I wonder how many like made the trip over there versus how many people I lived there I that think were Giants fans. I think it's like if if Manchester United played Arsenal at like MetLife. It's just like yeah. people are just exci like, excited because there's, there's such good, a, big, yeah. a big deal in their thing that whoever is a fan of that thing from America is going to go to that game. Now, if they played 10 games in a row there by yeah, the sixth and seventh game, yeah. no one's going to really care. You know they're playing in Germany this year? I didn't know that. They're the Bucks and Seahawks are playing in Germany. Man, they're really true. They're there. They're trying the to. The NFL is like an empire. Yeah, they're, really they're trying, trying hard. They really are, but like they gotta be careful with that because it's gonna start stretching. These these guys already have a tough enough, especially when you consider like you the Thursday night, like the when you have the people have short weeks. Like it's already tough enough. And they on don't these have guys. bye weeks anymore yeah. after London because the Vikings and Saints played yesterday. So I'm like, they're not even having bye weeks after they travel. Like they used to have bye weeks after playing in London. Now yeah. they don't. Now they don't. It's so. crazy. It's crazy. But we'll talk more about that on Pixar Sticks. Yes. Yes. Um, Speaking of like a New York, we got our newest edition here. This should be hitting shelves in November. I'm just going to give you a little sneak peek of our newest edition of Cigar Magazine with the world-renowned uh, Michael Herklotz, who made the cover. Um, this picture was actually taken by one of our team. I, can't, I don't know if it's Justin or, uh, or uh, Creative Dave in yeah. our creative department, but very, very cool. Um, we got some nice, great articles in here, great interviews, um, some awesome pictures. Uh, the Grand Volcano is featured heavily in this. The title of the article is Cigars, Life, and All That Jazz. It's such a, a play on words because he's a jazz, yes. he's a jazz drummer. Yeah. So very interesting. Um, something else I want to talk about today. I think cigars, like not just cigars in general, but I think the brands that we advocate for and that we are heavily in favor of, I think are starting to become a little more mainstream. And I think Jerogan has a lot to do with that. So there are, in that comedy scene, there are a few uh, really big cigar smokers, one of whom is Bobby Kelly. Now, I never met him, but Bobby Kelly has been here before. I've seen him, like, sitting at the bar. He's friends with, like, um, Mo from Tatawahe. Like, I've seen Bobby okay. Kelly, you know, like, on Instagram, I've seen him, 
you know, all these, you know, with these various people and him and I think they're getting their crew, like Bill Burr's a big cigar smoker. Burt Kreischer's a big cigar smoker. Um, I know he's not in the same vein, but uh, Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey's a mad, because during the comedians and cars getting coffee, I think him and Jerry Seinfeld went to a cigar bar in Chicago, and I want to say Bill Burr did too. Or there was I, something where Bill I could Burr, see Steve Harvey doing like a Michael Jordan, and because he's like a little bit older, and yeah. just like because he has money, just sticking to like Cuban brands Probably, that he knows, yeah, yeah. which is fine. Like Michael Michael Jordan still does that, um, just because like if I have money, I can just buy Cohibas yeah. and Monies from Cuba. That's what I'm going to do. But uh, Ari Shafir has a show, like a YouTube thing. Which I almost want to message him and like, hey, just be careful with doing this because yeah. <laughs> YouTube's gonna come after you. But it's like two two cigar, like two comedians and two cigars. Where it's usually him and Bobby Kelly, but he had Joe List, he had other people on, and they do like a cigar. They pick out a cigar, they talk about it, they hang out for like an hour or so, and they they discuss it. They did a an EP Carillo, they done a Cohiba, they did a Romeo, a Julieta. I don't know which one. I don't know if it was like a Cuban one or a Dominican one. But the most recent episode is they smoked the Joe Rogan cigar up in Connecticut on Nick at Nick Malillo's farm. Ooh, and Nick was not there, right? And Nick was there. I think they had like they they showed a picture they took with Nick, but he I was hoping that they would like get him into the interview like hey, you should that guy, Nick Malillo, needs to and I I've talked to other people in this industry about it and I'm like who do you think would be the best representative of our industry to like go on regardless of the fact that he makes Joe Rogan's cigar? Yeah. Like, who do you think would be the best spokesperson? Everyone says it should be Nick Malillo, especially on that platform. They have so much in common. Um, Nick's really into the history, but he's also into like Rastafari religion and culture. Um, like, it, it's it's such a they're both from like uh, New England. Yeah. yeah even yeah. though Joe Rogan is very awesome, anti-Connecticut, yeah. like hates Connecticut. I talked about it several times that he hates Connecticut. But I think Nick would be a good like, hey, here's what Connecticut is awesome. Pizza, tobacco. What else you need? <laughs> the whalers? <laughs> Weren't they from Connecticut? I, I think so. Yeah. The Huskies? Yes, Female the Huskies. basketball team? Women's basketball team? Uh, is it Mohegan Sun there? Mohegan Sun. And uh, what's the other one? Capri Sun. Yeah. Uh, no, what's the other one? Uh, Mohegan Sun and Foxwoods. Yes, Foxwoods. Remember the song? Take a chance, make it happen. Yeah. Pop the cork, fingers snapping. They were just, uh, like during daytime, they had advertisements for casinos. I know. It was great. It was a great I, time. I, I swear, I remember, I, I, my mom's like, there was no way there was commercials like this when I was a kid. I remember like Joe Cool cigarette commercials. I don't remember. Or maybe not, com no, if not commercials. I definitely remember oh, like I remember the advertisements. Everywhere. Yeah, I remember the advertisements. I, I thought know. there was commercials there. I got to see, because they, they are illegal. Tobacco commercials are, they made them illegal. I don't know when, I can't, but it was like maybe in the 70s or, oh, or okay, late 80s. Mind, then, no, but it might, I don't know exactly when. It might have even been the early not. But that, remember that podcast I told you about, um, Are You Garbage? Yes. Where the two comedians interview yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. So one thing that a lot of them have in common, and these are people who like grew up in the 80s, so they're like maybe... 10 years older than us, five, 10 years older than yeah. us, like similar generation, but just a little bit. Um, they didn't really like, we grew up towards the, we're nineties babies. Like yeah, we, we grew up towards it. We grew up towards the beginning, like our formative years, we started to have technology, like yeah. high school and college yeah. was internet, Facebook. They were already like total grownups. Yeah. Them. When it all came. Yeah. But they were like, Oh yeah. Did your parents have like Marlboro points? And like you would get like for buying packs of Marlboros, you would get like 
points that you can add up and like buy really cool travel bags. You could buy a leather jacket. And like these kids would have like Marlboro, they would wear like a Marlboro (laughs) jacket to school. That's interesting. It's awesome. I wish, I wish they had it when I was. I feel like if you wore that now, like you have to go to the principal's office or something. I don't know. There was a, I can't remember what her name was. There was one female comedian that was talking and she was like, I smoked all throughout college. And the reason I smoked cigarettes was because my first day on campus, they were like giving out like free packs and so I got one and my new roommate got one and we're just like, oh, do you want to go have one? And we just started smoking and we realized like we thought that the other one was like a regular smoker, but we both were neutral. We were both new. And then they smoked for like five years because they were giving out. It was crazy. They were just giving them out free on campus. Yeah. Uh, such a different era. Very, very different era. But that was like, yeah, Marlboro was like, would give you free, like free stuff. That's You can funny. win like trips. It was like uh, McDonald's Monopoly. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but going back to you, so you're thinking yeah. there's like this, in, uh, would you say like Ari Schaefer and Bobby Lee are a part of pop culture or like podcasting? Yeah, Definitely yeah. podcasting culture. Definitely podcast. And like I think, 100% podcasting and even culture. even on, on the Rogan podcast, I mean, Rogan has always mentioned foundation yeah. because of that. But even Burt Kreischer, like he smoked a Jaime Garcia the other day and was mentioning Tatuaje. And, you know, I think even, uh, I can't even remember which Jonas brother was an aficionado. But that Jonas brother mentioned that uh, like Tatawahe was one of his favorites. They just did a little segment on um, Brad Paisley in The Last Cigar Aficionado where it's like my favorite cigar and it's Mother Church. Yeah. You know, these famous influential people are that that smoke cigars are starting to really understand the brands. You know, they're, they're getting away from Cuban, which I think is great. And they're realizing the beauty, uh, and it's like I said, it's it always is very hand in hand with the beer industry. It's always going to be like, mm-hmm. you know, because now you have famous people who are probably you know, they're not just drinking like Coors Light anymore. They're drinking like high end, yeah. hard to find beer, and so this I, I think this is great and for we, the cigar industry. It kind of follows our episode last week where we discussed Blackened um, James Hetfield cigar yeah. um, collaboration with Brew Estate. I mean, you know, I rewatched entourage during the pandemic and then when jeremy piven I, I brought that up a few times jeremy piven um he was just at uh my buddy lou liga not my buddy but i i've met him a few times philly? Lou liga in philly yeah. yeah i saw that yeah you know and he's you he know he so collaborated cool. yeah he collaborated with uh Angelino and illusione so like you're kind of seeing this where i personally think this is what i see if nick malillo ever went on jre after that I could see them collaborating. Not not saying that like Joe Rogan needs like the publicity for like right. a cigar, but I think like they would get along so well. Um, I, I really do think like I could see that, and I know like you know Nick made it made the cigar for him as a fan per se, but I could see them like collaborating, or I could just see it like happening more um, if they collaborated, like. To sell that, like maybe in a limited way, and make I would tell Nick, like you, you got to give it to, like you got to give us the exclusivity. Yeah, I, I would fight so hard. I'm like, please, please, because because uh, he knows that I'm a big fan. Like he always texts me, like when he's mentioned, and I'm sure there's other there's other friends. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure yeah, he has yeah. other friends that he does this too as well. But he will personally like text me like the video clip of like yeah. him being on you know Rogan or him being mentioned on Rogan. And I'm like, come on, Joe. Like, I, I love it. I, it's great that you got Roger Waters. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> awesome, cool. But, like, get this guy on. The, the convert, like, if you thought that my conversations with Nick are interesting, 
Can you imagine what a three-hour stoned conversation yeah, would be like? Yeah. I, I don't even know if Nick uh, smokes. But what that conversation would be like between those like two. Because Nick Joe doesn't has, even need to smoke. Yeah, and Joe get. has an appreciation for like a handmade thing like with a story. And Nick explaining if he had all his lines and he could tell the story of Tabernacle oh, or well, Wednesday or all these things, it would be so freaking cool. Yeah. And first of all, he would... Good luck getting Foundation Cigars. Oh, yeah, at that the point. Minute he's actually on that show. He, sh- he should be, he, sh- he has a plan with Joe, like, hey, have me on in like six months. Let me build up an inventory. Yeah. <laughs> because that he's going to explode. He, he truly would explode. Yeah. Um, but but I what think are you, what's your thoughts on, like, you see an Ari Schaefer and Bobby Lee, like, doing a new series now where they're smoking and, like, t- you know, do you think that they're like legit cigar like fans? Or are they just follow? No, I don't want to say following a trend. I, no, I think I just they think are. I'm a very, I'm a very pessimistic person in the sense of like I think people do follow trends and they don't appreciate it. We've talked about a thousand times about people w- within the industry that do that. But or, or are they just two guys like just chilling, having a good time? Like, I think they're chilling. I think they enjoy. Because here's the thing. Um, I have yet to smoke my my Joe Rogan Foundation cigar. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna wait. Um, until you're like, hey, dude, we should. You know? yeah. I think you said you're going to wait to smoke it until like Nick goes on. It, it, the day Nick <laughs> goes on, what we should do is we should do like a watch party yeah. where yeah. we'll do a pot, like we'll hook up the TV, we'll have the episode on there, and we'll commentate as we're watching the episode and smoke the Joe Rogan cigar. It'll be a three hour one. Yeah. Justin's <laughs> got to man those cameras for three hours. Uh, but here's the thing is that. Those group of guys, and I, I don't know any of them personally, mm-hmm. but I've been following them for a long time. Because uh, 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 Joe uh, will even say, like, if somebody, oh, here's like a high-end whiskey or you know, a really good rye. <coughs> if Joe doesn't like it, he will say, like, he won't be a dick, but he's like, yeah, it's just not my thing. Yeah. A cigar like the Joe Rogan one, which I'm, I'm sure is, some, is based in somewhat on uh, a tabernacle, some kind of broadleaf-based Nicaraguan cigar. For Joe to not only enjoy them, but enjoy them at the level that he does. And I'm sure he's gotten other cigars before. I'm sure he's gotten Cubans and everything. Oh, yeah. You know, these are, these kind of intense, complex smokes require a, a sort of sophisticated palate and an understanding to enjoy them. You can stick a, a really smooth, you know, Davidoff in and not know anything about cigars and just be like, yeah, this is fine. Just because they're very smooth and, and straightforward. But to really like a Tatawahe or a foundation, you need to have an appreciation beyond just a trend. You need to understand them. And, and even if it's a, it doesn't have to be a super deep philosophical sense, but you have to understand what you should be looking for, what should this be providing in order to enjoy it. And I think that that's what, like even like Mike, Michael Hercott said, like just get back to enjoyment. Um, I think that that's what they're doing. I think that they're, they, they have a, a more sophisticated understanding of it. They don't, they're not like deep divers and that's fine. I don't, not everyone I need to be yeah. a nerd and they know the filler binders and the rapper. I don't, we don't need that. Like I, it, it will probably annoy me if they try to pass themselves, but they, they pass themselves off as like, Hey, we're, we're trying to learn here exactly. and we're going to enjoy some cigars along the way. And that's awesome. Well, we talk about it all the time too. Like, I don't think a lot of people want to, there's a difference between like a podcast like this or a podcast, anyone else smoking a cigar versus a review when you do your reviews and hell when you even do your top fives and some of the educational videos that's when you're educating the audience right. but today or like a podcast like when anyone is on smoking like it's us 
you know, BSing, talking about a bunch of different things. Like, I don't know how many like engagement we got from our last episode between Waffles, French Toast, you know, just two guys like talking about A lot about of it. piss pouring. Yeah, that's a, what lot we got. Of, a lot of pancake fans out there, which made no sense. But, but yeah, I think, I think people want to, I think it's for me, from my perspective. Are for simps. <laughs> Okay, there I said it. You just want a basic flapjack? What are you, a child? You you want want, want just a basic carb cake? Go for it. Just a big circle. You want a big fluffy circle so you can take a nap. Waffles and French toast, they take a sophisticated palate. All right, they're complex. All right, it's it's the dessert breakfast for the aristocrat. All right. It's so passionate. You want, you're, I love you're, it. You're, you're, what they're saying, what these people are saying out there, and by the way, they're all fans. I'm just having fun. No, no. But <laughs> like They're backing a breakfast food that McDonald's sells for $3. <laughs> all right? You get the hot cakes and sausage. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And to, to me, what they're serving at the McDonald's is the same as if you go to like the biggest pancake house. It, it's the same stuff. Now, Burger King does do French toast sticks, so I will say that. But the difference between a Burger King French toast stick and going to like a really good brunch spot and getting like some kind of handcrafted mm-hmm. brioche French toast, astronomically different. Hot cakes and sausage for $3.99 and a $15 pancake at, you know, Madame Bouvy's Pancake Brunch-a-ria. Same shit. Same shit. It tastes the exact same. It's the same thing. It is. It's the exact same thing. It is. All right. So take that to your to your pancake, pancake house, house and, and, and smoke it, and I guess. Smother it in syrup. <laughs> um, and then pass out for six hours. And wake anyway. up. Yeah, I forgot what I was going to say because. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I no, no, I can't even follow that because that's, <laughs> it's so true. I agree 100%. But no, it's, it's, I think, and I'm hoping that, you know, with, I don't know what I was going to say, like a, a Burt Kreischer or a Bobby Lee or any celebrity that's smoking, you kind of hope like, Okay, I really respect. I respect Jeremy Piven. I respect you know James Hetfield. I respect it. I'm going to now like buy the cigar, smoke it. If I like it, okay, what's something similar to it? Like that's right. what you hope happens, right? right. It, it it opens up the conversation to new cigar smokers. Yeah. And, and I think Bobby is like the like he's the cigar guy in the group that's like teaching them. Yeah, I don't think he's an expert like the kind that like we deal with, but I I think. He is to the general public like what I and my group of friends like about movies. I didn't really study movies. Mm-hmm. I didn't take a class. I've never filmed a movie. But like I know enough about him from like my personal research that like I can tell you some things and whatever. And that's like a great position to be in because he will go. Like I said, I've seen Bobby Kelly here. He hangs out with like cigar people. Like I said, Mo from Tato, like legit yeah. cigar people. Um, he hangs out with so like he has enough of an understanding and knowledge to like no hey let me show you like the real stuff and then people are are loving it i mean the joe rogan cigar is like popular with all like andrew schultz uh like andrew santino all these like famous comedians like they smoke it on their own show now like andrew schultz has cigars now like he'll smoke cigars on his show uh, my thing is, is I, I, I don't want to have to go through nick because i don't want to use him like that but i want to contact these guys and be like hey We've been tr- like, we're all big fans and we're like a cigar company. We've been trying to like work with somebody, you know, people like you. Could we get somebody? I'd love to have Bobby <coughs> Kelly on the podcast. Yeah. I would, I would, and he's been he's to this hilarious. building. Yeah. I would absolutely love that. I'll give you free, whatever you want, man. Like, whatever you want, we'll give <laughs> yeah. it to you for free. You can walk out of here with, with satchels of cigars. You want the T3I or yeah. I mean, not the T3I, <laughs> the, 
A7S, you have to fight Dude, Justin. We, we're getting the Drac in soon. Like, I'll give you a whole box of Drac if you mm. come on this podcast. It'd be awesome. Um, but I, I like, and I lo- like I said, Crown Heads, Foundation, Tatawahe. I like seeing these brands that for so long, even within our own industry, to a certain extent, you know, parts of our industry are still run by the old school. And listen, the old school still, and I'm not even going to call them old school, but the, uh, the elite if you will, of this industry, they still make fantastic stuff. Your Fuentes, your Padrones, uh, but they are still kind of seen as in charge to a certain extent. And I think that's what you get from aficionado a lot of times is because they're still the barometer of what is the hottest, the best, the most recognized. Um, And it's been a struggle with them to start including, I mean, dude, they only really recognized Ernesto Perez Carrillo in like 2018 to 2020. That guy has been a legend for like 25 years and only in the past couple have them been like, oh yeah, you make some good stuff. Yeah. They're just a little, sometimes they're a little behind the curve in that. Um, but even them, like doing that piece on Brad Paisley with Mother Church, the founded, the Wise Man Maduro was number three cigar of the year. The Kintsugi was in the top 25 this year. It's slowly becoming like, yes, pay it. Don't just pay attention to the boutiques and these guys, but make sure to pay attention to them. Include them. They should be included in every conversation. If somebody is sitting there talking about the best cigars available in America right now, and they're only talking about Padron, Fuente, Rocky Patel, I'm like, those should be included in the conversation, yeah. but how dare you exclude yes. Aganorsa? Like how we, dare you exclude yeah. AJ? How dare you exclude Tatawahe, My Father, Foundation, Crown Heads, Dunbar? How dare you exclude these people from this conversation it goes back to what you said at the beginning of this year for for you know when we went over the other uh, publications like top 25s and whatnot and i think it's changed my perspective on what to smoke and what not to smoke and what to try and what to give a chance because i think if you're only going to stick to the big names it's i hate to relate it to movies all the time but it's like trying to expand your uh, movie watching into other genres. Like I feel like there's always a genre you go to, you know, one always goes to a specific genre, but I think, I know you joke around about, you know, green Knight and things of that nature. Like we, we kind of joke about like what Justin watches, but I think if you're a movie lover, vice versa, like we should, like, I think Justin should watch things out of his wheelhouse. I should watch stuff out of my wheelhouse. And you know, just because you want to, and same with you, Nick, like just so you might find a genre you really like. I'm not watching Green Knight again. <laughs> I can relate it to, I think, like smoking cigars. I think you smoke enough cigars to find out like what you really, you know, really enjoy. Like Justin, you, I know you're not mic'd up. Hopefully people can hear you. You you say you really like Mexican San Andreas rappers. Right? Yeah. But I think at some point too, I'm not saying like tomorrow, but like to exp- like try some more just so you, because you just never know what you might actually end up liking. Right. And it could help you out whether you want to like continue to write here or stuff like that. It'll just kind of expand your palate. I think everyone, if you're a new cigar smoker, I really think you should expand your palate because not for nothing too. Padron, Fuente, they're a little expensive. You know, there's times where I'm like, I'm I'm hurting for a dollar, you know, and like I have the luxury of like getting cigars here for very cheap or, or, you know, we gift each other. But like you might find some cigars that are really on the cheaper side that are like just phenomenal too. So it's just all about, I think, trying new things, but a lot of people are very stuck in their way, you know, stuck yeah, in we, their ways. We, we got to try to break that mold. Like yeah. Smoke everything you can. 
Um, if somebody handed me, like I've gotten guys who I've never heard of with some brand that uh, never, never seen on a mainstream site at a trade show, just hand me like, Hey, can you try this? I'll smoke it. I might not like, I'm not going to like, might, I might not give it to our product merchants and tell them, Oh, we should buy this. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to give it a shot. Like always. Cause you don't know who will surprise you. Exactly. You know, we got to start getting our top 25 together. Uh, I gotta go. I'm gonna. I have some in mind that I might. Smoked already, I might start going looking through our inventory and like having them commit some stuff. That okay. I'm like I know this is gonna be on it, so just like put yeah. put this aside for us, please. Yeah. Uh, but that this this year hopefully will be uh be a big baller. Um, it's getting close, guys. We're October, so we're a month and a half away. Uh, for our annual top twenty five, it should be a big one, and then of course after that we have our annual. Let's rant about cigar aficionados list, which is <laughs> oddly always. <laughs> Just as big of an episode. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, last the, year was a... Uh, that was the first time we did it last year, right? Or have you done that in the past? Where you, like, yeah, but we never like made it a thing. It was always just like We a posted natural, about Cigar oh, yeah, Fishing on yeah, top 25. Yeah, a natural conversation that was always room, yeah, yeah. the next one. But last year, I think it we got printed as out many... Three different yeah, lists. It got <laughs> as many downloads yeah. as our top 25 lists is people wanting to hear us rant about the other lists. Um, and listen... There, it's such a good way to start the year. Yeah, like, I'm it, not no bullshit. Like, it's a it's a very Nick way to start the year. He's like, listen, it is bullshit. <laughs> Goddamn people. No, but uh, listen, everyone everyone's uh, lists are subjective. They're they're their own opinions on what they liked. But they're wrong. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it's it's simply a matter of uh, with certain lists is that like I when you when you look at what they rated highly, it's like. I know that if you liked this, that you also really like this, but you didn't include it. Yeah. Like, I know for a fact, there's no way you like Padron, but like hate Dunbarton or like hate yeah. Foundation, like the, it, on, or yeah. hate Warp. Like I, I know that you don't. So why are you giving it to the same people over and over again? But we'll see. Maybe there's a, maybe there's a change in the air this year. We shall see what uh, hope so. what unveils. But all right, solid episode. Definitely, Always. very very good. Um, thank you guys very much for listening. Make sure to comment, like, and subscribe. Um, when's Halloween? Two weeks? Yeah. So not next week. The week after, we'll do like a Halloween. We'll do like a fun. Yeah. We'll dress for, up or something like we did Hallows last year. Eve. Yeah. Um, but until then, um, as we say here, just make sure to uh, keep them lit. Thank you. <laughs>